Okay. Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. The voice you heard in the background trying to sound like me um, was none other than the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. Oh, I forgot to introduce myself. Sarita here, Bible Study Girl. Take it away, dude. Yeah, it is Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. And this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. You guys are in for a special, special treat. We've been having some awesome guests here lately. And the next guest up on the docket is one of my favorite people. Favorite people. Uh, she, oh, wow. she has also really been hard at work behind the scenes, getting the BibleStudyGirl.com website up and refreshed and looking fancy and new for you guys. So instead of clicking the hamburger, you can just click on a little search engine thing. It's it's just looking lovely and fabulous. Let me go ahead and introduce my guest or let her introduce herself because I don't know what she want me to call her because I know I call her, but I know no 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 no. It's all right, Chocho. Oh God, no. Um, go ahead, introduce yourself to the people. Tell them your name. What do you want me to call you today? You can call me many things, but today, just call me Ari. Ari, um, that, that is what I call you. Go ahead. I'm going to let you keep, I was interrupting you. Go ahead. Say what you're No, doing. you're fine. You want the old school, my first and last name? Or you just want no, me? you don't, girl, you don't have to nah, do your whole it's, government it's, name. It's literally mm-hmm. whatever okay. you address yourself no. as. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, I'm just Ari. Okay. Okay. Um, Go for it. Okay. I call you Ari, but I know there's this, like, I know this guy, like, I know him by his family nickname and that's not his government name. So one day I introduced him to somebody by like his family nickname. He was like, everybody not supposed to call me that. You tell him my name is such and such. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, that makes sense. But that's just the only way I've ever known you. That's the only way I know how to address you. So that's why I let you set the stage. Hey, Ari. Hey, girl. Hey, yeah, no, I'm Ari. Because (laughs) when people want to call me Ariana, I get Ariana. Aria, Ariel, don't know where the L's come from. But I mean, hey, Ari. You're just Ari, Ari. Um, So I'm so excited. I'm going to tell you a a special secret and surprise. You are the only reason. Well, you're not the only reason because I do be listening to Jesus and stuff. But uh, when you contacted me while you was pregnant and said, okay, I'm ready to do the podcast. I thought to myself. She think I'm still podcasting? <laughs> oh, that should have clue. Yo, God knew. Because God knew. I, I was like, no idea. Because when you said that, I was like, I mean, she know. Like, in my mind, everybody that is family listens to the podcast. No, I told so you that. People today, don't... listen, y'all. I got this was Yo, off air. Well, let me say this okay, to y'all. Why would you think everybody listens to the podcast when you don't even read the blogs? Like, I do read sense. the blogs, bro. Chill out. Hey, sibling rivalry. Chill out. <laughs> rivalry. Okay. Man, listen. Mm-mm. But no, so the funny thing is before she got on the podcast, she was like, I didn't know Joe would be here. And I was like, 
Oh, you never listened to the podcast. <laughs> hey, I thought you were a special guest, just like I am. I, Shaking I, it up. I've been no, here since is, the day one. This is actually this podcast was actually his idea, which is why um, he's the executive producer of the podcast. Which means I should just have to be the talent. But since mm. you see me doing so much work behind the scenes, I can understand why you would think it's just me. And I'm uh. done taking shots since you said. <laughs> <laughs> because this, I think I just bring out the 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 cattiness. What's going on? Nah, no, this is how this we is talk normal. to each other. Oh, God, y'all, y'all listen, are scary. I guess because you don't be around us when we be like beefing, beefing or normal. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, it's normal. I do, but I guess you know, I'm like, oh, this is just an isolated incident. But obviously, mm-hmm. no, this is how we interact with one. But another. then again, I guess all sister and brother relationships. Yes, kind of they yes. are all complicated. You yes. have lots of experience with that. Um, our listeners will be interested to know that you are the mother of my sweet baby. I talk about her frequently in the blogs, and you are also the little sister of Bible study cousin. So we keeps it all in the family around here when we can. So when Ari reached out to me and was like, I'm ready to tell my story. I was like, dang, I guess that means I need to be podcasting, huh? And it still <laughs> took some months. Look at how the Lord used you. I mean, it still took months, but. Hey, just to be of use is what I'm just, here for. Hey. Just to be of use. So I was so excited that you were willing to sit down and talk to us about our faith journeys. And honestly, I like the fact that you haven't heard other people share their stories because you're not trying to make it like a carbon copy or what somebody else has said. It's completely you. It's completely your story. Um, do you remember how old you were when you got baptized? I think I was seven. Seven. I was between seven and eight. I remember I was really young. Hey, Jay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I knew she would come. She always does. (laughs) I'm on a podcast. (laughs) Y'all, sorry. (laughs) Okay, I knew it. We told y'all real life happens. You know, you know your baby. Your breath smell like milk. She was gonna come in there. Didn't I tell you? Anyway. She can't help who she is. She can't. I tried no. to tell you before you ever started. You're going to see her face before this is said. <laughs> I mean, we even had a, you know, the conversation beforehand. I will be on the call. Don't come in. But, you know. It doesn't matter. That kid. Um, so seven or eight. At seven or eight, do you feel like you really knew what you were signing up for? Like, what was your understanding of it at seven or eight? Oddly enough, for me, myself, I feel like I knew exactly what I was getting myself into. Did you? Um, yeah. Crazy. I feel like living in Turkey Scratch <laughs> really, I just have had a relationship with God from a really early age. Do you think you, I will let you answer the question, but what was your relationship with God like at that age? Like, okay, how I know I'm weird today, it's because of who I was when I was a kid. Like, I literally recall, I was just telling Devin, I literally recall going outside as a kid and talking to God in the wind. Like, it was just that real for me. We're related. It was me, God, and my dogs. Yes, you are very animal-centric. I will say I have a similar turkey scratch story. Like, even before I ever, like, went and got baptized or told anybody 
you know, that I love the Lord. I remember standing in my patron's house in the driveway and just looking around and knowing I belong to God, just being outside and being like, I know I'm his. So maybe it is a country thing. Um, it's got to be because I know a lot of times, like I told you, I think we talked about this when I was saying like nature is what lets me know how real God is. So when it rains and all this other stuff, like especially all the times that we had fun in the rain, those felt like these warm moments. Mm-hmm. So I think I really do think it's a family thing and a turkey scratch thing. And when you're like in, I mean the, that place is magical. Hello, <laughs> turkey scratch. Stop bees in the scratch. Talk to me, nice. So, what do you remember about church growing up? Seven, eight. Do you remember the actual day that you walked down the aisle and was like, "Hey, did you have to sit on the mourners bench?" Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I I can't tell you like the the day of the week because I, I I feel like it was during a revival because I remember it was me and me and Patrick might have got baptized together and one other person that we went to church with and all I remember is us because we didn't get baptized at St. Luke in Turkey Scratch we drove to another church it was in the evening had to drive down a gravel road and we wore the right the white robes with the white thing over our hair mm-hmm. I was like now that was the only time I was like what am I doing <laughs> like I'm finna am I am I getting in the ocean cause I mean I'm seven so I don't think I ever realized like what body of water are y'all about to put me in in all white I need to know <laughs> right. and I drove down a gravel road I ain't never been down before it's getting <laughs> scary is this what faith is <laughs> take me back I think that is yeah. what faith is. You're going down the gravel road and it's in the scary. dark. You in don't know what's coming next. In the black dog. Here I am. Like, I done already pledged myself to this. So here we go. Right. That really is you. what it's like. Yeah. Look at, how, look at how the Lord is using you. <laughs> Divine revelation. You should write a blog about that. I will tell you, Ariana um, has written a blog for the Bible Study Girl blog. If I was a great um, podcaster, I would have the name of that for you guys to pull up. I know it was about love. It's um, is great that you remind me. I forgot I did that. And if you type Ariana in the search bar, I'm pretty positive her blog will come up because she's the only Ariana that's ever written a Bible study girl blog. So you can read her blog and, you know, have your heart warmed. Um, so you go down the gravel road, you get baptized. Can you talk to me about what your life was like as a teenager as far as your faith is concerned like did you read the bible did you enjoy going to church what was that looking like Ooh, teenage years mm. it's kind of like hot and cold because don't get me wrong i love my roots i love my church i feel like even though i'm a millennial i experienced old age worship you do like the old hymns the way service was held i mean first and third sundays we have service second and fourth is just sunday school like i'm talking old school you are very very old school because i'm gonna tell you i was talking to Chantel the other day and she had never heard of churches only having like full service every other sunday yeah so that's you are old school church, old school Southern Baptist country country church. Yeah, our choir wasn't singing no Mary Mary. 
<laughs> relevant songs. We were still wading in the water. <laughs> so, but no, I mean, high school and teenage years for me, I that's when I feel like I spend more time like coming to Little Rock with Tamika, going to church with y'all. And I even remember going to weekends, spending them with Rockwell and going to church down there just in search of a stronger connection with God. Like, I needed more. So when I say hot and cold, I guess on that side of it, I just as much as I was looking for God, it was just as easy to, like, slip into being a teenager, you know, wanting to fit in and do the wrong thing. Like, I look back and I can just, like, hit myself in the head over and over, like, ugh, it's cringy (laughs) what I tried to do to fit in. (laughs) But now I feel like you cannot pay me. To go back to those years and those times. You know, my faith as a teenager, I mean, I I would say our stories are different because I stayed in church, like, all the time. There was no time. Um, I wasn't in church. But uh, by the time... I mean, my life was still the same by the time you would spend the summers with Tamika and you would be my right hand girl during the day. I've told this story before on this podcast, I feel like, or in a blog, but like Tamika would be at work all day. So it would be me and Ari just doing stuff. Tamika loved challenges. So we were supposed to like, I had told her I wasn't going to eat sweets or something, but like me and Ariana would go and get a frosty every single day while Tamika was at work. That was our business. That was our business. Well, one day Ari slips and I don't, she said something to Tamika about a frosty and Tamika was like, frosty? She's supposed to be eating frosties. Yeah. And Ari was like, we get one every day. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize I was walking right into a trap. I told it all. I remember because I was like, yeah, uh, me and Sarita normally go get a frosty every evening before I come back to your house. <laughs> and she was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and she she played me so smooth. She ain't even, like she let me know you weren't supposed to have one, but I don't think I realized like I done let the cat out the bag. It's about <laughs> to go down. <laughs> Cause Tamika was definitely strong will, strong opinion, and like, girl, you done gave up on the whole thing. Well, Ariana was supposed to tell it all. So Ariana's been my right hand gal for a very long time. We've got you through your adolescence, right. high school. All right. Whew. After doing as you guys would like to read along, just type in love and you'll be able to find the uh, post made by Ariana. I was over here searching and found it. I could tell. And you just could not wait. Nope. To he couldn't. He couldn't. Continue I was like, on. he over there looking for it. He oh, is I was, uh, I'm doing my job now. Oh, when I do my job, it's a problem, huh? <laughs> hey. No, no, I appreciate it when you, you do up. your job. But yeah, I follow guess. along with us with this episode and read the love because she gets the love. She does have the love. So. Yeah. You do. We're getting. Okay, anyway. Girl. Don't, don't start that. So you have successfully made it out of high school. You're a high school graduate. Woo! Woo! <laughs> you get to college. What was college life like? Lit. I threw my Bible down uh. <laughs> and then put it in the drawer. And baby, I'm who I am today because of who I was then. <laughs> Did college have you or did you have college? (laughs) I'm going to say we had each other. (laughs) 
<laughs> Pick me up when I'm down. I mean, honestly, like I, one thing about it, I'm not ashamed of who I am because like, why, why would I be? Why should I be? You should oh, baby, be. I drank. I, I wanted to try everything that I could not try in Phillips County. You were like, I'm free. And like, man, I don't care if it was going to a party and getting drunk or dang, I can choose between Burger King, Taco Bell, McDonald's, like for real, whether it was food or anything recreational, I was like, I'm doing it. I don't blame me. You have been down in the country, not really having much exposure. And then college is a whole different level of freedom. It is. A whole is really the first time you get to spread your wings and make decisions and make on your mistakes. own. I think that was our entire people. cousin branch, though. Huh? I think that's our entire cousin branch. Like, if you look at how all of us went, well, except for no, everybody, everybody that went out to college, like, got it, it, it's time to live and and do what whatever it is I I couldn't do whatever. You wanna do you remember how you told me you were pregnant? <laughs> no, because I was in a delirium of sadness, defeat, being distraught. I feel like I text everybody. No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you how you told me. <laughs> we were okay. at mama's house. We used to um I don't know. You would come over all the time. I don't know why. That, that first year, but it was food stuff. Like that first year, we was feeding everybody. We did a lot of food challenges and stuff and like chefing it up and cooking and stuff, but it wasn't a food challenge she was over there for. Devin was with her. She was in the kitchen and she says to Mama Belle, um, I've been having real bad heartburn. It hurts. It's burning. And Mama was like, really? Um, and you were like, what can I, why, something, You, what can I do for it? Uh, how can I make this go away? And then you was like, and I'm pregnant. And mama was like, well, that's probably why you got heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I remember zero bits of that. <laughs> zero bits. And I, I really thought she was playing and Devin looked so uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> Come on, like this is first year in our family. And it's followed by, oh, yeah, I got y'all cousin, niece, daughter pregnant. Right. Like, uh, she's knocked up like, this girl is crazy. I believed you, though, like, probably by Thanksgiving, because you had a bit of a belly by then. Yeah, and I couldn't eat anything. That's the one thing I literally remember sitting in the kitchen, me, Mama, and Tamika, and, like, I ate a whole plate of dressing. And, you know, dressing is solid. Who yeah. wants to regurgitate that immediately? <laughs> I mean, no process. Anyway, I run to the bathroom and all I hear is Tamika, what's wrong with her? And then all I hear is mama, she's pregnant. So, I, yeah, if you didn't believe me by Thanksgiving, I don't know what was going to convince you because I was missing out on primetime meals. Like, you know, right. I feel like you don't, I believe, you say stuff factually. That is something that has always been you. So I don't, I don't know. You don't say stuff that's just like outlandish unless you are clearly joking, but you matter of fact with just about everything. She is, but it was still just unbelievable to me because like, what do you mean you pregnant? Like, how does this... I don't see any other way of it being revealed because I just be like, yeah, I mean, well, Chantel, I guess you're just about to see my body today. (laughs) 
No, that was that. That's what happened with Kanae. Yeah. 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 yeah, I didn't realize your wife hadn't seen me undress. And... I didn't either. And I had to say to her, can, can you see that Kanae is uncomfortable? <laughs> like, was like, I wasn't prepared for that. But that's how we roll, but she... <laughs> yeah, there are a few times I've seen her shocked. That was definitely one of them. And I apologized after the fact. It was too late. It was too late, it, but you it, did. You did apologize. I mean, no. once you family, you family. I'm sorry. I mean, it just it's how it happens. <laughs> so when you found out you were pregnant, did that affect your faith in any way? Like, oh, most definitely. What were you like? Thinking? Like I said, I already put my relationship with God on the back burner because your girl was trying to party, drink, think about being cool, which I wasn't really good at. But um, I tried, and then to find out I was pregnant, I was one of those people, you know, there are things you just say, God wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> I remember for like the first two months, I was like, mm, God wouldn't do that to me. No, it's just no way. <laughs> like, those two pink lines must be a mistake. God wouldn't do this to me. I was like, I'm one of his top people. He wouldn't do it. So when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, I'm a human. I'm not special. <laughs> like, I'm not one of a kind. No, and I mean, it sounds crazy, but I really mean, like, I thought I was in. You thought in, you were invincible? I could believe losing a limb before finding out I was pregnant. Really? You oh, I was it. never going to be pregnant, and I was never going to be married, but look at me now. <laughs> look at you. I'm uh, married I, with two kids. How do you think being a mother changed your faith? How did that change your life when you saw the sweetest baby ever? Oh, little Wayne, Wayne. Uh, it almost, I'll say it reminded me that blessings come in unexpected ways. Right. Because I can imagine as a college student, it's stressful to find out you're pregnant. Oh, it was a slap in the face. And you know, it felt even worse because like, just hot and heavy and thinking you in love, which thankfully we were, but um, I, I, I remember like one night after a party, like our, one of our friends saying like, y'all need to slow down. Y'all are going to have a kid. And I was like, Tuh. no, I won't. So when it happened, I was so upset because I was upset that I really couldn't be upset. Like it was already right there for me. Yeah. Like, why are you surprised? Right. Because it's not supposed to happen to me. I'm special. You special. So being a mama changed you how? What did it, it made me not be selfish? Because at the end of the day, we all can be selfish to our own desires. It made me remember everything I'm doing here is not for myself alone. And being a parent or not, you should really realize that, like, you're not in this just for yourself. Like it's for the people around you and it's doubly important when it's your offspring, when it's somebody who you have to take care of and make sure you can teach them to kind of like alleviate some of the things you went through. Maybe they won't have to. And -hmm. even if they do, you use your own experience to maybe be able to better assist them in something that you can relate to. 
I feel like Sweet Baby is a lot like you, though. She's not. Like, she is. She you. is. She just She's not. Just is. God rest her soul, but she is like my sister. She is a lot well, like Tamika, especially like her love of music. When she was talking to me about which song she likes to play for different moods, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you are your TT's baby!" Uh, like, how do you even? Who thinks like that? <laughs> they're the same type of sensitive. And don't get me wrong, I'm sensitive, but they're the same type of sensitive. I just think she's your level of unique. So, like, what I was going to say earlier is it was funny to hear you say that you were trying to be cool. Because for me, uh, I always thought of you and Pat as cool. I, that was just, that's that's what we are. You know, as, like, whatever it is we wanted to do, that that's kind of what we uh, would do or whatever. But, like, she's just so unique. And if for every weird thing that you think is weird, she just does... Unapologetically is what I'm trying to say. Um, so I mean, that's why I see Jade in you to me. I mean, like, no, she's not as uh aggressive. Oh, yes, you are definitely super but, aggressive. She's much you know, more gentle. Uh, but for but I think that the you your uniqueness is personified in her to me. Yeah. She's her own person, and I love that about her. Because I always felt like you was beating your own drum, and that's like, (laughs) it's literally Jade. I mean, you have to. You do have to beat your own drum, but a lot of people aren't comfortable doing that. Not at all. I mean, I think, I don't know how to make it make sense, but I have always been aware of who I am. Like, don't get me wrong, I made, like, mistakes along the way as far as, trying out different personalities and who you who you think you want to be and the type of person you want to be but like at the core of it all I knew my life was very abnormal like (laughs) I live in turkey scratch I have 10 dogs that are in my yard like I grew up with Booley and Vicky Uh, (laughs) I mean and if you listen I, to if you listen to my grandma's faith journey, you will see what bruh. she means when she says she grew up with Bully and Vicky. My grandma is a <sighs> character too, Lord so it's like mercy. you had no choice but to be your own person. Exactly. I mean, my next door neighbor was my grandma, so right. that took me coming, leaving, walking out of my front door, literally running across a field, and I'm at my grandparents' house. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I know people might live next to them, but I'm literally running through a field, whether it's corn, rice. Something being grown. Something being grown. <laughs> the journey I've come through, I, you couldn't even fear. I, I couldn't do it now. You couldn't? No, because I look back at how many times like I was standing right next to a snake. I was running from a snake. There's a lizard. There's a snake. Do you hear how many times I say snake? Like I'm traumatized with snakes because I've seen them up close. I will never. Yes, snakes. I don't like snakes either. But honestly, I don't see that being a barrier for you. You were very. Uh, I'm sorry. I have to go on a snake tangent because you brought that up, and I can't let it rest. <laughs> when I was young, my mama was dating this guy. My mama was dating this guy, and me and his daughter. She would come spend summers with us. One night, I'm feeling tough. I don't even know. No, one day, I'm feeling tough. I don't even know how it happened. 
I hit her, she hit me, boo-boo bop. <laughs> nobody won, nobody lost. But I was so mad. And because I had the luxury of living next door to my grandma, I said, bump this. I'm walking out the front door, getting ready to walk across the field. What happens? A baby rattlesnake crawls across my feet. Oh. And you, ooh, if, and if, if it ain't nothing but God, like slapping you in the face when you make a stupid decision, who had to come and save me but the girl? <laughs> I had to say, go get my mom and your daddy. I need help. And I'm lucky that she was like, okay, I'll be right back instead of, nah, yeah, right. stay out here with that snake. So, Good. look at how the Lord delivered you. Didn't speaking, have a of, speaking of your mom, I was going to ask you this. Did having a daughter of your own change the way that you saw your relationship with your mama? Oh, yes. Like, and it's different for everybody, but I feel like I won't say I had a grudge against my mom, but there's just certain things. I'm like, why would she sit there and like ignore me for minutes at a time? <laughs> like literally I would be like, mama, can I do this? Or, Hey, what you think about this? And she could just, you think she was deaf. She would not respond. And now that I'm a mom to Jay Wilson, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking I'm an outcast and my mama don't like me. <laughs> I was just as annoying as all get out. I get it. But I mean, it really does give you more grace for a person because you can understand like the stresses that they might have felt. Right. Especially since she was a single mom and she had already raised the oldest set of kids and here y'all youngins come. So that's a different, it's a different stress at a different time in a life. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you finish what you're saying, but I have a question when you finish. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, how did your relationship with Devin grow and change your uh, relationship with God? My relationship with Devin? Mm-hmm. Oh, that honestly, which is crazy, that was the turning point in my relationship with God, like in a more positive um, way, because Devin's faith in his relationship with God was really, I want to say inspiring because I just had a very different experience than what he had. Like Devin went to camps and he had a group of church friends, like people he really had relationships with through God. Right. So to know that he could be himself, but be very firm in his belief was just like beautiful. Cause you don't, for when you don't really see a lot of young guys do that. Sure and not. then coming from a place of partying and having a good time for myself, I had outside of like going to church with my cousin or our friends outside of that, like I myself didn't have that person or that thing that made me want to like really dive deeper into a personal relationship with God as far as reading and learning the word. Cause Devin really has that down packed. Even today. I mean, he journals and prays in a way that like, I'm still working on doing for myself. Is that what attracted you to Devin? Let me tell y'all the first time I ever really oh, heard Devin's name. We were on my 30th birthday trip and I could be like, hey, y'all ready to go to the beach? And Ariana would be like, you know, 
Devin likes saying, girl, ain't nobody said nothing about Devin. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandma was like, Devin, Devin, Devin. That's all she talked about. To this day, me and Devin, I still be like, Devin, 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 Devin. Devin, 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 Devin. Because you know what? I wanted to be mad at Booty, but I couldn't even be mad because... You couldn't because we could say anything on that trip. We could say breakfast is ready and she was saying, Devin needs breakfast. Girl! Enough! Listen, I, I was... what he did. I, I was extremely happy just because I, I I like it when my when, when my cousins is happy, but also I met Devin first before anybody. So, um, Which is so weird. It's not, so. though. It's not. Listen, let me tell you something. (laughs) For the weird relationship that is me and Ariana, like our relationship is always tied to the funny things that we do in life, whether it's whenever I would uh, be freestyling around her and Tay or playing a game or making fun of Patrick, whatever it is. Uh, So, no, it it, it was. Trust me, it's not as weird as it seems because. Oh man, I can't talk about none of these stories on on this podcast. But you can't. we have Don't lived even. life, and so <laughs> it's not funny if you know us. <laughs> Christmas, it's not funny if you know us or think whichever one it was. It was one of them, but um, I, I don't know. I, I want to say this on the podcast because I always want to make sure that I do this with the guests, and I should have done this. I think I did this on the other one, um, but. Proud, I am proud of the the woman you you are, and and I've always been proud of you as your cousin because I love y'all, and to know the phases of life that we've gone through spiritually and everything else, I'm really appreciative that you know Devin is who he is. It's not like you brought some he fits. He does he like it, it. It's something that I think is so. Uh, pure about the people we bring around our family is everybody that we've earnestly brought around the family fits like the people who don't don't stay around that long if you don't have something about you that uh sticks and like it's so um it's such a blessing the entirety of the experiences that uh and blessings that you get because jade wasn't just a blessing to you know, you in that in, in that spiritual realm, like she was a blessing and a rejuvenation to the to the family in a lot of different ways to me. Um, you know, just so being that. around like people. The only person that called me Joe Baby every now and again was uh, Grandma and Vicky would call me Joe Baby sometimes, and I think you would call me Joe Baby just depending on what the situation was. But Jade <laughs> calling me Joe Baby, and that's who I am. <laughs> And knowing who I was, and she was like two or, or she was two, and I can I can de- I can remember the day she called you that. Yeah, I I'll never get it. Mama didn't call you that, and no. she just looked and she said, "No." She started with Joe. She called me Joe in the first part of the conversation, and then we sit in the car, and she said, "Yeah, something, something, Joe, baby." And I went, <laughs> I said, "Yeah," and she went on about whatever it was she was saying, and. From that point, she did not switch back. (laughs) Like, she literally just went from calling me Joe and knowing that that's who I was. And then I was like, why does she call me? Like, how? But I told him that's because just like you were raised by Vicky and Bully, 
Jay oh, was down Vicky. there with Vicky yeah. and Booley. You know, it's a blessing and a curse because, like, <laughs> Jay does have a similar upbringing as she me. does. I haven't figured out if that's a good thing or a bad thing yet. So I think it's good. Think it it's gives us some flavor. Yeah, <sighs> because you it embrace gives your lots of flavor. Yeah, because you embrace yourself when you're around Booley. And I, I have, have no choice. I have some definite. Like Jade experiences, I'm like, I know my grandma told you that there's nobody. Else. I mean, don't we all? My whole life, it has been a, a bully story. Right. <laughs> there are certain things that I, I genuinely believe until I got out and started living my life. And I was like, oh, bully had me out here fending for my life for no reason. Looking crazy. Yo. <laughs> One random story I'm going to tell you about my grandma to show you how crazy she is. And maybe this will spark a crazy story for you because you got a million of them. She's not crazy. She's creative. She so is. So we were, uh, me and my homeboy, Tremel, we were driving somewhere. And she was telling us about how, because you know how she is when she starts talking about racism, right? So now at this point in my life, I was not Bootley's grandson, which normally when I say it, it is how I turn more into my grandma. But anyway. Uh, she was like, we had just got cell phones, but she was like, you know, they can use them cell phones. They can find all the black people and shut off the, the power and just come down here with shotguns and take us all out. And we was just sitting there like, uh, uh, okay. I, I don't even know what it was we were talking about, but you know, she real quick to correct. They don't like you like that. Or whatever oh. it is, she got to tell you the truth of in that moment. But yeah, I mean, I hope this comes out during Black History Month since we are in Black History Month. Shout out to Bully. Yeah, I still thought in my two thousand year life, where well, I was probably like maybe seven, eight by then. Uh huh. I thought I was living in Rosewood. Like I was always ready. <laughs> no, you were. I, and the fact that you know the movie I'm ready for the horses <laughs> the straight white coats and them pointy hats I because Bully literally had me thinking like you protect I mean granted there were lessons to be learned like there were you go for your yeah. family you protect yourself but you be smart about it because I had about three different escape routes in my head that I was going to need to use and thank God to this day they still are in the reserve because <laughs> they still in the back of your yeah, mind. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's just the stories I heard from her. Woo. Yeah. You can't, uh, there's nothing you can do to erase them out your head. Mm. Okay. So Devin helped you have a closer relationship with Christ. Drew you on closer to God, prayer, he journaling and stuff. Anytime he write an inspirational quote, the Facebook goes crazy. People, he could be like, good morning. And people be like, what? This is a fact, yeah. Devin shifts now, shifts everything. Yeah, it. I didn't know I was marrying su- such a popular Christian. Let me that just say that. I know way too many people that he know. Like everybody that I worked with at my last job, he no, went Devin, to school yeah, with or He's just always fascinated as to why. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I didn't know I was marrying a popular. Like God rest my mom and my sister. So thank you for everybody who reached out with prayers, condolences, like just reaching out. But, you know, I was a little, like, caught off guard that here he is with 300 and something reactions. And I'm like, this is my mama. This is my sister. 
show me that love. <laughs> but, but no, like, we literally would just laugh about it because I was like, hmm, it's just very interesting to see how it plays out. But at the same time, like, I love it because that's who he is. Like, yeah. people really do find it easy to talk to Devin. And I tell him all the time, like, to a degree, I want that to bleed over into myself because it's not that I can be standoffish because people do love to talk to me too, but... They do. You have a really kind heart and people Mm -hmm. dump their problems on you. And I let them because everybody needs a listener ear because what if the one person I listen to and nobody else listened to, them getting to vent to me or have a conversation with me is the thing that stopped them from self-harming or crazy decisions. Like, I'll be that person. But I know that there's a limit because you never want to help others to the detriment of yourself. Let me ask you this question real quick. We touched on it. We've danced around it, but how did losing Aylinda and Tamika affect your faith? Did it affect your faith at all? Uh, I mean, obviously it did crazy enough. It just made me stronger because one thing about my branch is I, I feel like we handle emotions differently. So it's not, not like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I just feel like, and I, I say my branch, but I say this for myself independently as well. When things happen, the reality is just that. Like, as sad as it is, that's exactly what it is. So it sounds harsh on my end because I'm like, yeah, my mom and my sister are dead. But at the same time, I can't sugarcoat it for anybody else because I can't sugarcoat it for myself. That is true. I will tell you, um, when she says branch, we talk about the different branches of our family because they all, every branch has different, like, attributes. It's like (laughs) Harry Potter houses. Like, is like there's a similar thing that we're all doing in terms of the love we have for all everybody, but there is a a unique quality to each of the branches. To every branch. So we always like, oh, Tamika would be like, nah, that's a yo branch thing. That ain't over here. <laughs> and that's true. Because y'all, y'all do things a little diff diff, but you know, it's cool. Yeah, we do do things yeah. a little differently. Um, So my branch of the family is definitely more touchy feely. Like, I love you, huggy, kiss kissy. And that's not us. And that's not your branch. Devin is huggy, kissy, kissy. So He's if trying you to are make listening, your branch. <laughs> if you're listening, when you see me out in public, hit me with a, a deuces, a little, you know, a little salute, a little wave. We don't have to hug. And I think my mama just trained. She might not have done your it mom- intentionally, but she trained each and every last one of us. Like, that's just physical touch is not my thing. Like, I'm still working on that in my relationship today. But you are you're very huggy. Huggy with Jay. Jade is the exception. Oh, I don't have Jade. a choice. Jay and Devin yeah. are both huggy huggy. They're gonna make you huggy huggy. How and can I tell Jade too. no I, well I do tell her don't hug me? But she does it anyway. So at this point, like who am I to deny you of the things you require? It's all about love languages. I know that they do require physical touch and I do not. So sometimes I do make it a point. Like last night when we were watching the bedtime story with Jade. I was like, hey, come lay up here with me. And like we cuddled up in the bed. Did I want to? No. But I did because I love my child. <laughs> and you're it's not always a, about me. You're making a sacrifice um, to help your little branch of the family. So your branch has a different branch. I will say um, 
yeah, your branch handles. Y'all are not really criers, but you know, when the doctor came in and told us that Tamika was gone, you instantly started crying and I couldn't even cry. And it was just surprising to me that you went right for it. I was like, cause it didn't seem real to me. And maybe it's because you're a realist. And he was like, dang, what she said is what she said. I was still just sitting there like, okay, what's next? Cause I, I'm not really and, and now yeah. this is where you tell me and I don't know how but she just got up and said I ain't doing nothing today or whatever the case may be is what I was expecting it was that room was uh, heavy yeah it was a hard <sighs> room to be in um, but like I say maybe you tap right into your emotions because you were realist but it didn't seem real to me I was like I I mean, obviously, even today, it doesn't feel real. There, I literally would be like, let me call this fool because I need to tell her about herself. Then I'm right. like, all right, you ain't here. Right. Um, I think in that moment, though, like me and my mama had already talked. Like, she let me know what happened. And I don't mistake my realism for, like, a lack of faith. But there are times where it's just, You just kind of, I won't say expect the outcome to be what it is, but right. it just gets to a point of like, okay, well, realistically speaking, what, what are, are my options? Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, no, like hearing her say that, I think for me it was just like, because especially at that time, Tamika had been like my closest friend. Right. Walking at least two, three times a week together, like, I'm over her house for absolutely no reason. <laughs> um, but it was just, I think for myself, it was so many emotions going on at once. It was like, how does my mama feel about this? Right. Like, I know how close her and Tamika were. Like, can I even like live up to that? Like, am I going to be able to call her every day and have conversations and see how she's doing? Is she going to want that for me? Because we both know like, that's not who I am. Yeah. Like it was a lot to think. And then I think even to go back, like when they let us go back in the room and see her, I was still like, this ain't real, but yet it's in my face. So it has to be. Right. Um, and sorry if I'm rambling, but it's just so many emotions go into that whole saga of life because what, just a month before I had a dream and I always said, I would not tell y'all my dreams if I have a dream about you. But of course I was like, I'm going to tell Tamika this dream. And we're all at, at mama Patrick's house in the country, just standing in a circle and Tamika's in the middle of the circle. And I, I know I've told, told y'all the dream before yeah but you told us on christmas when we were sitting around the table yeah like i and i had already told it to her once before and i i had no intention of telling her this dream but i just still had the urge like okay i need to share this with her so she's holding this white snake and she's just telling us all like hey it's gonna be okay look at this snake look at it look at it and i remember me being like oh my gosh i'm so terrified and like everybody was just like what is wrong with her she was like, it's all going to be fine. Like, why are y'all acting like it's a big deal? Everything is fine. It's all going to be fine. It's all going to work out. And I remember doing my research and, like, looking into what it all means. And it's 
saying like a um a spiritual shift is gonna happen um just like several things lead me to believe like girl you about to have this spiritual breakthrough and it's about to be amazing now i realize it's really like homegirl you your journey is already amazing and right you you really finna have a spiritual breakthrough and it's about to be amazing um there was something about that entire year um prior to like that was just special um to give more roses like i appreciated my birthday that year and christmas that year more than it like like even in the midst of dealing with all the the pre-covid stuff no that was covid no it it was but it was just like at the point of uh you know a couple cases in blah 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 they want people to be at home or not around each other whatever the case so those moments like it always means something to me when you and Devin showed up somewhere so when y'all showed up to my birthday party I was like oh this is the best birthday party ever and playing uh, Among Us with it it was though it was Among Us with everybody and then to go to Christmas Day year and I ain't ain't gonna never stop laughing about that but you know the way she was like what what y'all meeting up and all this other stuff but being there, uh, uh Kevin and, and Lucy and everybody doing the body, yada, 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 <laughs> doing oh, the yeah. dance, and like we were just having these moments, man. Like getting her in the house, dancing in the rain. Um, like, you know, that is one of my biggest moments that I to this day think about often. Yeah, really, because I remember Tamika just being like why would you want to dance in the rain? Mm -hmm. And I remember my response being, how many times are you going to get the chance to dance in the rain? And what a word for myself, like really, because that is a good example of just how quick everything can change. How quick everything can change. And I shared with y'all in a previous podcast, I think like, I'm so grateful for that memory. That's like, a special priceless day got soaking wet had to strip down in her laundry room yeah. <laughs> and still move the rest of that furniture it's, in like yeah. what are we thinking yeah but it was so special because that's something that i know that that's something we used to do in turkey scratch when it rained is go outside and play and we would be in the puddles looking at the tadpoles and and everything else that was like in the water and it was always so refreshing like and fun in and like because i mean we didn't have no hoses and stuff really to be we couldn't really be out there with grandma hose just running water but so (laughs) the raining and and playing and just having fun i think that year well in the years prior like our new years um and the way we were having our cousin gets get togethers and everything like every year they just got better or something funny happened and it just got like it, I should I, like in my head it's funny to not because there was it was too special like <laughs> the holiday season that year it's just like everything like we were pushing through not being able to be quote unquote around each other and everything else and still making these monumentous memories yes. I'll say the best way for 2020 for me was in spite of that's the best way I can put it in spite of everything that was against us 2020 turned out to be 
to date one of the best years of my life. Because like you said, Joe, even though we weren't like always together in the way that we wanted to be as a family, we still, at the same time, we still were like that year we went to Barton and watched Jalen, like had a whole little parade for Jalen. We moved to Mika into her house birthdays the you remember holiday. in my house when patrick for my birthday he made us laugh so hard like we what even was it you don't remember that story he told about the dog chasing him yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was my life and i in my mind princess was gonna eat patrick so <laughs> but we i have never laughed that hard in my Life. I forgot. All, yes. Oh, and had the best shrimp there too. We did. I mean, One everything about twenty twenty was just nice. It was twenty twenty was twenty twenty, nice. and it, it. I'm so lucky and blessed that me and Tamika, because you know we moved from Conway to my mail that year too. So, me and Tamika were practically neighbors, and you we were. got to. We got to make up for lost years because I feel like in the time between me having Jay and actually me and Devin getting Jay full time. There was a little animosity between us. And I mean, hey, I can own up to it. I was more interested in living my life than you want a hundred dollars for car insurance? No. <laughs> like just the random small stuff that in the grand scheme of all, it didn't even matter. But twenty twenty we definitely got to be sisters again. You did. And I think uh, it was it was a continue. I it's just memories popped into my head, but continue. You did. I definitely think it was a blessing. Um, you know, me and Tamika had a big fallout in 2019. Had to be 2019. No, at the very end. At the very end of 2018, going into 2019. Oh yeah. Yeah, going into the top of the year. Because oh, remember that Chris 2019 going into 2020. No, mm-hmm. it was 2018 going into 2019. Because remember, I got engaged on Christmas Eve, and I came to Christmas. That was 2019. It was 2018. And Devin got married in 2018. It y'all had to be 2019. We were already married. So y'all was married in 2018. Y'all got married in November. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, okay. I think she, I kind of point think, is. She might be right. But anyway. So it we, was a blow up in paradise. It was a blow up in paradise. Did nobody want to touch it? So she was like half talking to me. They gave y'all space and room. And I thank God for the blow up. Like, it got ugly for about six months. But we made it back. <laughs> what I was going to say is also that year, like, this is guy, like, moving. Like, we was constantly playing some kind of game together that Ariana either brought up, was, was playing with Devin. We was heavy on Tetris for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might have been the year. Like, I don't know what year we started the Cuzzo uh, Crew uh, Facebook Messenger thing, but like the activity in there was 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 a lot as well. And like, I I felt like we got closer over these last two three years in regards to stuff like yeah. that. Like, and that was always funny to me. Like I like playing rock, paper, scissors, even though I missed the initial tournament, uh, you know, being oh the, God, being, being the champion of, you know, us is, is one of those things that you just take away and you just, he just had to throw you know, that. In. I know. I was like, I let him be a champ for five seconds. But right. Until your Jade took me down. 
Okay, so you said experiencing all the loss in 2021 made you stronger, strengthened your faith. Where would you say your faith is today? Always growing, always evolving. Um, You know, I feel like I have more trust in God. It's scary because, like, just like I said when I was a little girl and I would go outside and literally be talking to God outside with my dogs, I still feel that way now. I think I have – I feel like I have like a childlike belief. Like I genuinely believe in the impossible. So 2021 kind of reinforced that because every day, at least for the month of February and March, I thought I was next. I was like, I'm about to die. Mm -hmm. Like this, you remember like my chest hurts too bad. Like I, Mm -hmm. I just, something has to be wrong with me if I feel this way and grief, Grief is just a monster. It is. And then how it really could have went two ways. It could have been very bad or it could have been what it is today for me. I to find out I was pregnant, what, three weeks after my mama died mm-hmm. made no sense to me. <laughs> because I I just literally remember it to me because funeral talking to mama and Uncle Chauncey and telling my mama I was like hey girl and I was just cracking a joke I was like I'm about to have you another baby and she was straight up like no you finna have you another baby yeah. like I'm done and I mean and she meant that thing too, she did she? didn't know in what way but baby she meant it cause <laughs> I'm raising this one um and then with Uncle Chauncey him I remember Devin was playing with Elias and he was like y'all ready y'all gonna have a little boy it's y'all turn next I was like, Haha, I know I said that, but I'm just joking, Uncle Johnsey. But jokes on me. Here we are. <laughs> like a beautiful Another clone. baby. He looks just like his sissy. I I feel like one thing my family has is a prophetic nature because, like, Uncle Johnsey, God rest your soul. Don't be telling me I'm finna have a little boy. <laughs> and now look at me. Now look and, at me. It's just, and you know, I also going back to the grief thing and how. My mom, his sister passing, like, has really, like, strengthened my relationship with God. It's because you really never know what people say, like, when they say, like, you have a friend in Jesus or you have a friend in God because it feels generic because, you know, everybody's going to tell you that. But when you really have no choice, like, I don't really have a lot of friends. Like, I have family. I'm your friend. We just stop. (laughs) I be trying to be. You are my cousin that's going to be my friend. But working. no, really, like I, I, I ain't gonna say I, I, I do follow my own path. I really do, and like I'm guilty of being stuck in my way sometimes. And I feel like maybe I run friends away and don't know it's me. But at the same time, in in that, I've really had to just lean into God being my bestie because I be sitting in my car and like I will mute my radio in a heartbeat. And I talk out loud, like people probably like, yeah, she on the phone. No, I'm not. <laughs> like we having a strong, lengthy debate over here. Let me ask um, you a question. Go ahead. How do you know, how do you hear God's voice? Like for me, I know it's God. Like when I have a thought in my head that just won't go away. And then I get it confirmed. Like, like when you say it to me, okay, I'm gonna be on your podcast. I'm like, 
Um, I had said I wasn't going to podcast no more, even though God was telling me, you know, get back to work, get on it, do it, do it. So, and also like, I'll see something when I'm reading, you know, a scripture or something that's like, dang, that's the thing I've been, you know, just keep coming in my head. So how do you hear God? I know you talk to him out loud in the car. How do he respond? You know, I've similar to what you said for some things, like I, I will get like a burning thought or like an idea that I'm like, Oh, I, I got it right. And I'm a, I'm big on writing it down. If you, you don't put are. it in, on paper, it did not happen. It does not matter. You cannot pray and manifest on things that you have not clearly put in front of you. So I'm big on that. I I really am. Um, what he sounds like to me, I don't know. I'm, I'm literally this crazy kid from Turkey Scratch. So like, I feel like me and God have such a unique relationship, whether it's a thought or a dream, he reveals himself in different ways. So I can't say there's one thing like in high school, I had a wreck, um, young, dumb and reckless, man, I guess it didn't start in college. I've been a little, little on the special side for a while, but um, (laughs) like, okay. I remember having a wreck. Like that truck flipped three times and turned into the direction I wasn't even driving in. So I literally remember in the beginning of the truck flipping, like that's the only time I've heard audibly God talk to me Mm -hmm. because it was just like a, a booming grab the steering wheel and hold on and wasn't wearing the seatbelt. Like that was him. Oh, it was like my hands were interlocked into the steering wheel and I was just being tossed around like a rag doll. Like, I should have flown out of that car. I should be dead. I walked away with no broken bones, a couple of scratches. And a fear and of trauma. Driving. Yeah. Fear <laughs> and trauma. And what's, your like, mama, yeah. what's your mama tell you? Oh, Lord. What, what, after they wreck? To get you back driving. Oh, she didn't tell me. She said, get in the driver's seat. We were at the gas station in Marvel. And she was like, Oh, you gonna drive. <laughs> you either doing it now or no, it wasn't it was no either or getting the driver's seat. And I remember we had Angel and Uncle Tweet's exp, exp, expedition. And I was like, You want me to get in another big vehicle? We saw what just happened. Right. Yeah, she was like, I mean, you it's just almost like who she is. Like you don't have room to worry about the what ifs, like you have to do. If a mistake happens, it would because to be so forgiving, because let me add that her her truck would have been paid off that next month. Mm, girl, I would have kicked you out of my house. I, hey, I was invisible for myself. Tried to be, <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, so like to to the God thing, I I really feel like he talks to me in different ways, and um, I've had so much time growing up to know what he sounds like to be able to decipher when it's him or when it's the enemy. Oh girl, preach. No, really. That's I feel true. like, you know, his voice. I feel like, Oh, I mean, you, I, I always know when it's led by the enemy for me is when it sounds too good to be true in my head, right. whether it's like a selfish thought, like me wanting to be mean or rude or say something about somebody. 
I know when it's not right because my guilt is instant. Like, I don't do something and have to, like, go to sleep and wake up to feel bad. It's literally, it pops out and I'm already feeling the. Yeah, Tamika tried to be a gangster in a lot of ways, but she was so soft and sensitive. And you're the same. Because I'll be like, yeah, give it to him. And then you'll be nice. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think I remember being young and mean. And like, I let that go by 10 because. I do remember you being young and mean. I'm not going to lie. I used to. Document it. (laughs) I mean, it's so, but you know, Back then, I had a lot of pent-up anger and stuff, too. Just, but, and I took it out on people around me. Like, I used to stab Patrick with pins. I vividly remember, like... Did you? Yes. So both of y'all was just being terrible. Oh, I mean, it stopped really soon because, I, like I said, I've always... I don't know if it's healthy. I just feel like I've always been aware of who I am. Like, at a very, very early age, I knew me. And, but, yeah, Patrick would piss me off, so... Hey, a pin in your shoulder. Are you ready? And I remember you one summer, like him and Raquel, like y'all remember, I used to be skinny, you know, I ain't always been thick with it. So I remember you were really tiny being in the living room and Raquel was at our house and her and Patrick had got on my last nerve. Why did I choose to pick up a knife and throw it at their feet? Don't know. Wasn't a good idea. So it landed like knife up in the carpet. And everybody was just like, including me, like, what? <laughs> so I think that was my turning hey, point. Like, look, girl, you need to, uh, you need to turn your life around. Go talk to God and win because you right. ain't doing something right. <laughs> Thank God for keeping you and looking Man, out for listen. you. Is there anything you want to share or add that you feel like you didn't get a chance to? And you like, ooh, this is a great point. I always love to hear people's stories. And I love that the way you hear God is not. I don't think it's cookie cutter. I think it's unique to every person because we all different. Um, and just like, you know, as a parent, you can talk to little Giannis one way and you have to talk to Jade another. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's what God does with us. He talks to us in the way that he knows. Yep. Every relationship is unique. It has to be mm-hmm. because I mean, Giannis is still growing and developing who he is going to be, but yeah, I, well, you know, I kind of take that back because I say I can't talk to Jay like I talk to Giannis, but she would probably love if I said, aren't you a pretty girl? <laughs> she, hey, baby girl. She it, would. Would, it would warm her heart. It would, but, but she needs more direction. Like, she's she at a does. different stage in life, so you have to talk yeah, to her she, differently. And her growing always helps us grow because it's never a dull moment and it's always changing, but I realize, like, things I want to teach her I have to work on for myself you know you got you can't preach it and not live it that's so we talk about patience and forgiving each other or making sure you say what you mean and mean what you say because she is quick to I'll never touch you again I'll never touch you honest again (laughs) and then I literally I'll count down and I'll be like remember what you said and then five minutes later I take it back and you know you can't there's only so many things you can take back before people tend to, I won't say write you off, but you know, internalize. Mm-hmm. So you, and I say that to her because 
I know I've said hurtful things or things I didn't mean out of just pure ignorance or whatever the case may be. And that's just not who you want to be. And that's not how you want to establish yourself. So like, I'm sure I've burned bridges, but again, you learn, you grow and you hope you teach the next one something better. So they're not making the same mistake. Let me tell you something, friend. Also my cousin. (laughs) Let me tell you, we can't do life alone. And that is something that I. (laughs) I'm listening. Hey, I'm working. I am a work in progress. You are. I will say you were talking about how, um, you know, like right at the start of everybody passing away, like you would call me, you would be like, oh, my chest hurt. I think I'm dying. Um, it took me a while to, because me and you really didn't talk on the phone. We would talk on Messenger. So it took both of us a while to get to the point where one of us could call the other and I'd be like, who dying? Oh, oh I that still, was everybody, to this bro. day, like, um, as you know, Kevin and his heart situation, when Lucy called me, I literally like was on pins and needles because I was yeah. like, where is this story going? Okay, we're still in the clear. Right. I yeah, mean, I think told, we're going well. It, I do still have PTSD for not knowing like, okay, Uncle Tweet's calling, what's going on? Or, oh, snap, when's the last time I talked to Bully? What does this mean? Right. But overall, yeah, like when it came down to me and you, I was like, Sarita better not be trying to be the family historian delivering <laughs> more bad news because I'm over it. Over it. Definitely over it. I knew something was wrong the morning you called me and Tamika was, I was like, Ariana don't ever call me ever. I'll be calling her. Like typically, honestly, before everybody died, if I wanted to get in contact with Ariana, I would contact Devin because I knew he would answer. Yeah, Devin will answer. <laughs> guilty of it. I'm guilty. Because I knew Devin would answer me. Um, so yeah. Um but I have, you can call me now and I don't be, I, my immediate thought isn't who did or who dying. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know, Sorry. but I, I'm still tense, bro. Like, I, it's not that I get, it's not even the calls. It's feeling like I can relax. Like, every time I be I like. fully relaxed. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's just like, when I think that I'm going to be like, okay, life is just going to move forward or, or whatever the case may be. I'm like, mm-mm. But don't think that, bro, because as soon as you think that, something mm-hmm. going to happen. And it's like, that's, I mean, it's better than the phone call thing. Because the phone call stuff, like I told mama uh, 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 or y'all about the kid and stuff, because somebody had asked me how my day was going. I said, uh, I'll be fine when I hear something. Right. <laughs> when I Somebody know, let me know like, something. I, you know that I have PTSD because I didn't even call to be like, what's going on? Because y'all just going to have to like show up at my house or like, I, I, I think it almost was the opposite with Kevin for me because like, I've, I've met God in my lowest. So at this point I have so much, um, I don't want to say blind faith, but belief that things will work out. So when Lucy like told us, I read the odds. And when it was like, this is like a very serious surgery, the odds are not good. I was like, you know what? I ain't even worried about it because I've already claimed he's fine. I knew it was serious when mama didn't want to talk about it. 
like at right. all. I was like, oh, cool. So don't say nothing because I don't even want to know. Well, yeah, it was probably it. like three days after the surgery when I even really like realized what happened because I was like, oh, he's fine. And then posted, I was like, dang, like this is what you were up against, and like I'm, I'm better for it. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad I didn't know, and I feel bad for Mama because she did know. Um, yeah. what we was up against, but I didn't want to know. But like, I, 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 also, I mean, I, I don't know if anybody could blame us because at that point, in terms of like, we had experienced every aspect of that. In terms of okay, everything seems okay, and then you know, like Uncle Chauncey stuff, and I know the that you and uh, I both are had similar uh, regrets in regards to that kind of thing, um, in regards to him or uh, the the situation or whatever. But anyway, and like so, when I get a text and I'm like, okay, everything's cool, that does not make me be like. All right, I can relax because I got that. <laughs> and that's not what that meant. You know, I've gotten the 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 cold acceptance of this is what just happened. And um it, spiritually I think that it's one of those things to where you know, like you were saying growth and you lean into that blind faith in the fact that I don't control my life. I control the decisions I make, sure. But God is orchestrating everything around me to bring me to his purpose, to bring me to, um, you know, his bring me closer to him to understand why, you know, he wanted me to do this or, or, or what the legacy of our family truly means, because it means a lot of different things that as we grow older, that, you know, we were we have to do you know, and, and, and step into because there are so many values that, you know, you want Jade and, and Giannis and, and Elias and, and that batch and whoever else comes whenever me and Sarita start and to it um, that you want them to have those feelings and those memories because a lot of it's a lot of stuff they can't get in terms of place that we got. But the feeling um, is something that I know we can hopefully pass to them. So we're going to wrap things up, but before we leave, do you want to shout out your new business ventures? Do so the people. Um... Oh, who me? Yes, yeah, you. you girl. Of course. I'm a girl from Turkey scratch, Arkansas scratch crafts. Going to put me on the map. Um, right now I'm leaning heavily into body butter, self care products. Um, I want to give people an opportunity to know what they're putting on their body. Like it's not just a bottle and you're just buying it because it smells good. You know, oh man, this is organic. This is natural. But yeah, scratch crab, scratch crabs. Um, Where can they find you? Right now, find me on Instagram at scratch crabs. Um, I'm actively working on a website after Bible study girl is up and running. I love um, my, I love my right hand gal. Who's also my assistant, even though she has a husband, two kids and a full-time job. Hey, I am a woman <laughs> of many. Heads. She's a woman of many talents and I love her and appreciate her for it. Um, thanks so much for pushing me in the right direction to listening to God's voice. 
Um, he didn't have to shout at you, I guess. He just whispered to you, tell your cousin you'll do the podcast. Oh, no, um, it was a shout I'd known for a few weeks. I, and I kept telling Devin, like, oh, like, I don't want to get on no podcast to talk about feelings. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. Yeah, you did it. Your sister didn't want to get on either. And here she did it. Man, we we made it. Listen. We survived. I'm going to bring Perfect. this conversation full circle. Joe, you just said something about blind faith and i think what you said at the beginning of the podcast ariana was very poignant your um introduction to faith you're in your white outfit with your white hat on scarf to cover up your hair you going down the gravel road and you're like oh my gosh what have i gotten myself into but you follow the road to the end and i think things worked out beautifully and i think that's what faith is for all of us we don't know what the journey is gonna hold it's we go down some very unfamiliar roads but in the end it works out mm-hmm. anything else no i Brother? look forward to talking with you guys again soon oh, oh my gosh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> if oh, i have recurring. you back again yes. you can talk about your blog whenever i get to that point in my review series Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You wrote a blog. You actually blog. do have to come and talk about your blog, and then I'm sorry, I have kids, so at this stage of my life, I don't remember what I did yesterday. And then eventually, I, know you, I, know I just you have y'all, uh, drop the kids off at my mama's house so I can get you and your husband on a podcast. It's so weird to talk to back when David is not in the background providing his commentary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he wanted to be, but I, I told him no. <laughs> <laughs> On the next one, who knows? Maybe we'll, it will we'll be a that. double whammy and y'all get both Wilsons. I need to talk to both Wilsons because I know Devin is like, ah, please. Let Devin me. is naturally built for podcasts in he terms is. of like our episodes. Like it's just me, him, and Patrick. It's something else. So. Devin is a frequent guest um, appearer, or well, I don't know what you want to call it, on Gray Area Anime. So you should go over and listen well, to that. Well, they were. Guy. I'm trying to get both of them back into the fold. They They left me. Something hard. No, sir. You left and went to Tacoma. Tell him again. But all they got to do is do what you just did. Like, hand him. Anyway, blog posts can be found every day over at BibleStudyGirl.com. So go and get you a sermon. Go and get you a piece of blessing. If you would like to hit us up, then hit us up on Twitter at BibleStudyGirl, the number two. You can hit us up on Instagram at bible study girl which is also connected to our facebook where you can listen to the podcast if you're not wanting to go any other places but we're also on all of your streaming devices and last but not least if you want to be a guest if you want to ask for prayers or anything like that send all of that to bible study girl 2019 at gmail.com and remember it's not the snakes preaching it ain't the birds it's not the scratch, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.